who will survive? Means nothing. Nothing means nothing. What do you mean by that? I'm talking about all the way to the top. Yeah. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the cream rise to the top. give you a show like you have never ever seen before why because i can hello everyone welcome to the positively pro wrestling podcast i'm your host steve fountas and with me is positively eric you're back for a regular show. Last week, Nate was on. We did the Home Alone 2 sh- Christmas show. What's going on? How are you? Oh, uh, you know, just uh, trying to keep up with uh, the weekly stuff. Did we do one In last life? week? Or was it two weeks ago? A couple weeks ago, we did the war- We did the uh, fall brawl. We did not get oh, a lot of downloads. Yeah. So I don't think that was a good... Uh, oh, man. <laughs> nobody wanted to hear that. It picked up a little this week, but last week I was like, oh, no one's supposed to this. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, I know it'll get them. Saturday night's main event. That's right. So this week on the Positive Wrestling Podcast, we're going to our our, our wheelhouse, <laughs> back to WWF. Uh, to specifically, this is technically January 7th, 89, but it was taped... On December 7th, 88, Saturday night's main event. Uh, lots of fun stuff on here. And we'll get into as why we picked this show, or why I picked the show, and a whole lot more. I want to just kind of a a nice like, comfort, like you texted me, like a warm blanket show. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. It's like got my old favorites. Mm-hmm. It's fun. I like it. It is fun. And speaking of fun, you can find all the fun with us on the Positively Processing Podcast Facebook group. Just search and hit join. You'll be on there. Uh, we're still on Twitter for the time being, I guess, at PPW Podcast. Tweet and show information out there and, and still interacting with people. Uh, you can find all of our past shows for free in your favorite podcast app. Just search Positively Processing Podcast. If you happen to be an iTunes user and want to leave a review, that would help us out. It's been a while since people left reviews, so please, that's what I'm going to ask for this week is reviews, reviews, reviews. Uh, another thing I'm going to ask for, as I posted in the various socials, is early next week we're going to record a Christmas show. We've done that for the past few years. Not necessarily yeah. a wrestling Christmas show, just talking Christmas traditions or things your family does or, or things like that. Uh, mm-hmm. I want to hear yours. So again, you can DM me on Twitter at PPW Podcast or Facebook Messenger Positively Processing Podcast. You can email us podcast at gmail.com or you can send an audio clip to ppwpodcast at gmail.com. Try to get those to I, me. I like Monday. the audio clips. Those are fun. So do I. Yeah, send them in. Send, try to get that to me by Monday because um, today you'll be hearing this on Friday. So Friday the 16th. So send it to me by Monday morning, Monday afternoon, Monday night. Anytime is fine. Just get it to us so we can get it on there for you. And if nobody sends anything, that's okay. Eric and I will just rant and talk about stuff for an hour like we tend to do every week. Uh, we want to do a fun holiday show. That's what we're going to do. And that's what we're going to do this week. But before we get into that, speaking of holidays, had the classy Christmas party here at my house last week. Eric came by, Jeff came by, Verbal Jose, <laughs> uh, with his with his wife, and we had a good time. And Eric's fiance gave people spicy cookies as a prank, apparently. No, it was not, sriracha it, it, cookies. It wasn't a prank; it was an accident. <laughs> so here's what happened. So as a part, as a big, it was a lot of fun, and we'll we'll talk a little bit about it. And. Uh, one of my friends comes over with her son, who's four, and she was like, she was like, he kept telling me, Mommy, this is hot. I'm like, it's not hot, it's a cookie. So we look at it. <laughs> There's sriracha in this damn cookie, just out for children to take. So what, what, explain yourself. What happened here, pal? All right, so the night before, usually um, me, Becca, the kids, um, will like decorate. She, she makes a bunch of sugar cookies, and we'll decorate them. Um, but I was working, so her her son and her daughter and her, they, they uh, decorated the cookies. So when I went over that, that day, I saw, I just thought he did one. And Becca's like, what is this on here? It was like a dark red on a sugar cookie. And yeah. Drew said, oh, that's sriracha. And he's like, oh, we're like, oh, okay, that's yours. You can eat that. And he's like, yeah, I want to. Just okay. to see what it would taste like for him, because he's like uh, hot sauces and sriracha and stuff like that. So I thought that was the only one that he did it on. So then we were getting ready. Um, 
she had given me a, a tray that, you know, I put the cookies on. She's like, go ahead and take any of the cookies. Um, the more, the better, because they're not going to be here. So, you know, I'm not going to keep eating them. I'm like, all right. <clears throat> so I pretty much just grabbed a bunch of different cookies, different varieties, blah, 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 <laughs> put it all on there. And I had no idea there was another Sriracha cookie. And because I'm aware that there was at least one Sriracha cookie at your party, you know, knowing that Drew had done that. When the, when her friend came in and said that the, her son was saying hot hot, I'm like, oh shit, that was a shiraz. Maybe it was another <laughs> sriracha you were, cookie. You, you were trying to like weasel away from this situation. No, 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 no. I I told her I said I think that's a sriracha cookie, and Becca's like, oh my god, and she's like, my son did that. I'm sorry, we only thought there was one. Um, <sighs> so yeah. Your daughter did come up to me later in the day. She's like, you brought sriracha cookies. I'm like, no, I didn't. <laughs> I'm like, she did. <laughs> Throwing her under the bus. And she's like, no, you did. <laughs> yeah, some classy cocktails. Oh, my we God. Had, that that, uh, that uh, cherry one was delicious. I had about seven of those. The one that Lauren made with the champagne and cram- fancy cranberries and all I that stuff. I don't even know. Cherry 7-Up. Yeah, so you're the one that good. drank all of it. Because Lauren was like, yes, it's all gone. I'm like, all right, somebody drank it all. Was it was me. you. Keeping it classy. It was uh, good. Yeah, it was it was fun. And Jeff came by, which was great to see him. And we were, we were chatting up, and he talked about going to WrestleMania this year and getting figures signed. And his wife was a little concerned about going to like a <laughs> wrestling show. Yeah. <laughs> so I had Lauren kind of like ease her. Easier concerns. She's well, like, I don't good. like wrestling, but I had fun. So, yeah, I wish I could have stayed later. I was having a good time, but we had to go make gingerbread cookies because with me working now, it's just hard to like, yeah, do like the like you were. The, it's not like you were there for a few minutes. You were there for a few hours. Oh yeah, hours. yeah. I'm I'm just saying, like the more the the party started getting hopping, it was like seven o'clock. I'm like, I gotta go. Yeah, <clears throat> and then I was no, like, I, I'm like, I'm just gonna be like an idiot. I'm like, how do I do Irish goodbye? <laughs> and then you're like, just, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> you just leave. <laughs> I know that's how you do it, but I was just, I was just being a dick. <laughs> I was, I had a bunch to drink, and by the end of the night, it was a fun time. So, the next one of my, the same friend that that you fed their son sriracha cookies. Mm-hmm. Uh, her husband and I are buddies, kind of, and he uh, and I were drinking. I was handing up koozies. And I have one koozie, which was, I think, a Saturday Night's Main Event koozie. Here, you got this one. I got this one. It was a thing. Yeah. And, like, he was leaving, but he was super drunk. But he, So he took his beer with my koozie, <laughs> put it in his pocket. Oh, and he man. came home, but he texted me. And he's like, he's, he's like uh, so I took your beer, and we actually took your, I was your, you know, your charger and all this stuff. I go, well, I'm really concerned about my koozie. <laughs> so you get that back. <laughs> you could keep the charger and the, and the beer. Right, exactly. It's a good time. My goal, my pie in the sky dream is someday, you know, we get all, anyone who ever listens to this show or is in our various social media groups, everyone gets together and have a good time. It'd be, it'd be next to impossible to do because everyone's all over the place, but, you know, not necessarily for a WrestleMania, but for just to come hang out, you know, because WrestleMania yeah. weekend's kind of, even StarCast weekend's just hectic because everyone's trying to get their figures signed, their autographs right, yeah. and meet wrestlers and all that. It's, you get to see people for a little bit, but just to come hang out and I'm really happy that we threw this party and it's going to be an annual thing. So next year, everyone listen to this show, Classy Christmas 2. We, my wife and I decided we're going to do it again. Because you got to come so up with taglines, though. It's always going to be classy. No, no, like underneath, like, you know, Revenge of the Class or something. You know what I mean? I mean... Because <laughs> uh, I used to do that with my Halloween parties. Like, the first one was... It'll um, all just be WrestleMania themed. It'll be Classy Christmas 2, what Christmas has come to. That's what WrestleMania 2 is, signed. Right, what the world has go. come to. There you go. Bigger... <clears throat> Bigger, better, classier for Classic mm-hmm. Christmas 3. Just the, <laughs> the tournament, Class 4, the, the Classic Christmas Explode. I'd keep going. The yeah, Ultimate yeah. Classy for WrestleMania 6. It, it doesn't ultimate be in that order. Class. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff, man. That's why I want to talk to our Christmas show. New wrestling show. We were also talking. We did a, the ringside sale. And as you said last week, you just waited until ringside sale 3.0 to get the <laughs> extra deals. You got some stuff. What'd you pick up on your ringside mega deal 3.0? Um, well, you had messaged me about some stuff that you wanted, and I kind of wanted to hold out, but at the same time, the rest, there was some stuff that was closer to like $10 that I really wanted. So I picked up, well, the Hogan I picked up because I didn't want that to sell out. The war uh, bonnet so, one, yeah. Yeah, so that was thirteen ninety nine. I picked up the uh, Stephanie McMahon, like Helmsley yep. era. That was 7 mm-hmm. bucks. Um, the Undertaker with the WCW Tag Team Championships. I picked up that one because it was like the Biker Taker. Yeah. And I'm just going to pair him with the Target exclusive Kane because that was okay. kind of like the same era where there were the uh, Brothers of Destruction. So that's what I picked up. 
Um, you had the Ric Flair Ultimate. I got that mm-hmm. one for you. Uh, the Mr. T Retro and the Mean Gene Retro. Yeah. I decided so. I'm not going to be completed with these new retros. Just going to keep the ones I wanted. There's already yeah. a Piper. I already have a Piper Hasbro. I don't need another one. I don't need a Bob Orton Retro. So whatever. Yeah. But the Gene I, I and the Mr. Zero, T. I have zero memory of Bob Orton, which sucks. Yeah. But Cowboy. I mean, you weren't really watching WrestleMania 1, yeah. you know, I would imagine. But I remember when he was with Randy Orton, kind of, when he came back with his son. Yeah. Did he have the cast on too? He always has the cast on, I would imagine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's what he, that's all he does, right? Yeah. Um, are you ready to, to jump into the Saturday yeah, Night's yeah, Main Event is, here? This is going to be a good one. Okay. Saturday Night's Main Event. This is technically Saturday Night's Main Event 19. Uh, if you want to watch it on Peacock, go to, go to 80s Flashback, Saturday Night's Main Event, Season 5, Episode 1. Just so annoying to try to figure this out. And... I mentioned it aired January 7th, 1989, but it was taped a month earlier on December 7th, 1989. So it was part of a TV taping, and it was a five-match show, which is kind of long, but this one I picked honestly because I was thinking, all right, let's pick a show that was like a December Christmas time show. Mm-hmm. And this this aired after the holidays, but it was people that went there in Tampa at the Sun Dome were, <laughs> you know, they're in the Christmas spirit, right? Yeah, it looked like it. The Sun Dome was attendance of 9,100 people, and for the most part, they were into it, and we'll get into it a little bit, though, as the show went on. There were some empty seats. I think people saw what they wanted to see, basically, and kind of bounced out of there. So um, you said this was a TV taping. Is this something that was kind of like put together, like match after match after match? Because I, I, know, I know the backstage segments looked really like awkward, being mm-hmm. shown back and forth with like Savage and, and stuff like that with Mean Gene, but... Was this like a full show, you think? Oh, th- there were other matches on it. I mean, I'm sure I could tell you. Mm-hmm. So I can, what I can do is I can go to the history of the WWE.com really quick here and, and kind of see what was recorded that day. But before I do that, have you ever seen the show before? No. The Saturday Night's Main Event? Uh-uh. So, I mean, I've seen uh, a good portion of them. There are just certain ones, I would say like pre-90, I never really watched that much. Sometimes I'll I go back and I'll watch like a random one. I'm like, oh, you know, I kind of know that guy, but then half the people I'm not too familiar with. I feel like Saturday Night's main event are something I need to watch more because mm-hmm. they're hour, they're an hour show. They're easy to get to. They're a lot of fun. But like you, I think I just watch the main ones, you know. Yeah. Uh, our friends at the Our Vantage Point Retro Wrestling Podcast just started their new canon uh, with Saturday Night's main event one. So make sure you go check that out. Because they do just an awesome job doing watch-alongs and uh-huh. lookbacks on shows, but uh, I think we all know. We, I think did you and I do, or maybe me and Jeff and Fully Polesable, Jeff and Fully Polesable and I did the main event after this one where the Mega Powers exploded. I think you and I did that one a few weeks back. It was because the one that's called like, the main event. Yeah, that was actually the one right after this show. Vince and Vince mentions it at the end, like next week we're live on primetime or in primetime, yeah. not primetime wrestling. Did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you remember? As far as like the NBC Saturday Night's main event, I don't have a lot of recollection of watching it live, mainly because I was younger mm-hmm. and these were late, I mean, 10 o'clock, 9, 9, 10 o'clock shows. So I wasn't really able to watch them. Did yeah, you ever those watch are, these? Those are the ones that I would wait for uh, before they did Fo- went to, went, before they went to Fox. Yeah. So I would wait up Saturday night because they would be on after the news. But as soon as I heard the Saturday Night Saturday Night Live saxophone, I'm like, oh, <laughs> no wrestling tonight. <laughs> so you but didn't I, know what it was did. on. You just you just would every Saturday after the news. You're like, maybe there's wrestling tonight. Kind of, yeah. I waited up um, pretty much almost every Saturday night, and then one night I, I um, you know, at school or whatever, and I'd be like, oh yeah, did you see the wrestling uh, Saturday Night's main event? I'm like, oh okay. So then I'd wait like the next Saturday. I didn't know they <laughs> I didn't know they were like three, four months apart, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, this is even in the, uh, like the TV guides you would get in the, in the paper or the actual TV guide itself that you would buy. They never really mentioned like when it was going to be on. Cause sometimes it would just say Saturday night live. And here comes like, you know, Vince McMahon's booming voice. I'm like, Oh yeah. <laughs> His booming voice. So a couple of things here. I looked it up. Uh, thanks again to our friends, at the history <clears throat> of the WWE.com. Go back in the archives and listen to my interview with him who runs this website. It's pretty cool. Go check that out. Um, this was mentioned, taped December 7th, 1988. Was also a part of a wrestling challenge taping and a superstars taping, a, a couple challenge tapings, and a primetime wrestling taping. So people were there for a whole long night Man, watching all this stuff. Yeah, that's some so good wrestling. 
yeah, man, it's you show up to a show like that. I'd be pretty pumped to see all this stuff. To see the stars. This isn't Jobber City. This the Saturday Night's main event. These are like <laughs> right. legit matches, right? Yeah. A, feud blow-offs and all that stuff. Uh, I kind of remember only the Hogan Aki match from this show. I think I had seen it before on like a Hulkamania mm-hmm. tape or something like that. Uh, but I definitely don't remember the first match, which was Beefcake versus Outlaw Ron Bass in a hair match. Yeah. So we'll get to that in a sec. But so the show starts off. Um, before we get to that. Because this technically aired in 89, looking back, 89 WWF is a really, really fun time to watch wrestling as far as those the big four pay-per-views, the Survivor yeah. Series, Rumble, uh, WrestleMania Five is, is fun to watch. It's a little like boring, but it's still kind of fun to watch. Uh, the SummerSlam 89 with Zeus and Macho King versus Hogan and Beefcake. Just think, we're at the start of that right here. Like this is the base of the start of 89 ready to kick off into wrestle into rumble and wrestlemania <clears throat> and we're starting to plant the seeds and all that stuff of, of getting into what would be wrestlemania 5 and the main event of the mega power exploding pretty cool what yeah, do you think a really of good really good year you, you like the 89 is 89 wf i think that's like like the, i mean for me that's like the start of everything because i had <clears throat> as a kid um you know i remember watching the wrestling challenges and uh, superstars and even sure. a nice main event, but, uh, you know, I wasn't like a big watcher. It was almost mm-hmm. like, I didn't know what time stuff came on sometimes. Like it clearly you're just sitting by the news, crisscross applesauce, <laughs> waiting for, hoping for, well, a lot of the times like Saturday, Saturday mornings, we were just watching cartoons, you know, eating our yeah. cereals, eating our captain crunch or, you know, whatever cookie crisp, <laughs> cookie uh, crisp, man, were you rich or something? I can get no cookie crisp. Yeah, we were rich. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <clears throat> no. Um, yeah, I mean, we would just kind of just watch cartoons and switch channels. And I mean, I knew what channel it was on. And sometimes it was, I mean, it would always change. Like sometimes it was on 11 o'clock, sometimes on a 10, sometimes it'd yeah. be like an infomercial. <laughs> so I didn't, wasn't really like a hardcore, like what time's it on? And I'd need to watch it at this time. Uh, but I did catch shows. Like if, if I was flipping and I saw it, I'd watch it. You know what I mean? So I was that mm-hmm. kind of fan. Uh, but then I learned to like figure out what days they were and, uh, you know, sure. how it goes. So. Then you yeah, become think, hardcore, and then you can't miss stuff, and you're recording stuff on VHS. And I think '89 <clears throat> is when I like when I would rent these older tapes. '89 was the first year where I was like, because I started knowing pretty much everybody. Yeah. You rent the older ones, the first couple WrestleManias, even like '87, the first Survivor Series, and you're like, I kind of know who these people are. I'm not really sure what's going on, type of thing. Like, not everyone's familiar to me, but for the most part, yeah, because I was watching started regularly starting in about you know around 90 uh, around wrestlemania six time mm-hmm. i start that's when i start recognizing people and that's always a, a fun feeling oh i know that guy we'll, we'll see yeah how we even, got to even we going are. back like okay i know all these guys let me go back to what happened this time last year or you know a, a year or two years ago and I, mm-hmm. I did the same thing like i was i would watch um i, I first wrestlemania I, I ordered and i watched was wrestlemania 7 I heard about WrestleMania six, like after it happened, like on TV that, you know, they show you the replays, they do the free freeze frames where they don't show you the whole match, all that kind of stuff. So I remember watching it, but I didn't order it. Um, so I would rent WrestleMania six and I try to rent WrestleMania five and four. As I was going back, I'm like, Oh, I know this guy. I know that guy, this guy, this guy, this guy. And then you just kind of go through it all. And then some of the guys I'd see later on in like WCW, I'm like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And, It also helped with these with this '89 area because Hogan is front and center against guys that I recognized type of right. thing. Right. Yeah. That 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 was a big thing too. Uh, so yeah, Saturday night's main event here. Mentioned it takes place aired on January seventh, nineteen eighty-nine. Uh, we get the Saturday night's main event theme before, but before that, we get kind of the talking heads near in front of the green screens of their mm-hmm. logo. Ultimate Warriors here says he's going to get the ultimate victory. Honky says he's get, Honky says that the Warrior is going to get the ultimate defeat. The Honky Tonk Man, he's with Jimmy Hart. Honky Tonk Man says also he's met the ultimate challenger in the Honky Tonk Man. So maybe Hulk heard that. Ooh, brother, ultimate challenge. <laughs> okay, dude, I'm gonna, I'm gonna okay, I'm gonna steal that, brother. Thanks, Honky. Yeah, don't uh, forget he says that the fans and the beautiful audience wants to see him get the title back. Because he had lost it in the squash match to the Warrior at SummerSlam 88, and he wants his title back. Greatest international champion of all time, don't you know? Honky Tonk Man. 
And then we go next to our friend Brutus the Barber Beefcake. He says he'd be the champion if it wasn't for Outlaw Ron Bass uh, whooping his ass before getting him injured. <laughs> remember, because remember, he was supposed whooping to face he was supposed to face Honky Tuck Man at SummerSlam for the IC Championship. Injured. Honky Tonk Man says an open challenge. I don't care who it is. Just give me someone out here to wrestle. And then Honky's like, what? He's looking around. He's like, what, 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 what? Place goes nuts. And Warrior, of course, wins the championship. Then we go to Slick with Akeem. Slick says he's going to get rid of Hook Hogan. I just love how... I just love how Akeem just like drive dances with his hands. I just see Vince directing him. He's like, more, damn it. More, more. Like, he's like, like this. <laughs> he's doing it behind the camera. Yeah. He's surfing with, with his headset on and his, you know, his eyes, his glasses on the tip of his nose. Come on, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Akeem's like, this feels like a lot. It never it feels be too like, much. This feels like a lot. <laughs> Keep doing it, pal. He's just yelling at him. Come mm-hmm. on, damn it. <laughs> They're there for six hours. All right, let's do it again with more dancing. That's why uh, Slick said Hulk Hogan's name wrong. He said Hulk Hogan 600 times. He's called him Huck <laughs> to get over with. He wants to eat. Oh, my God. And then we go to Hulk Hogan, who's got the crazy eyes. Everyone shits on Ultimate Warrior for his crazy promos. Hogan's promos are just as intense and goofy. Yeah. He's got, he, he's, but he's a little more tan, a little more oiled up for his. And, mm-hmm. and, there. and then we get the classic Saturday Night's Main Event song. You don't know it. Go on YouTube and listen to it. It's it's synthesized. It's it's comforting, it's especially 80s, for people baby. that grew up. Yeah. See, I, I feel I think this Hogan is like the start of like, I don't know. Is it is it like the larger than life Hogan? I mean, other than you know the previous. He was larger than years. life. I, I just think like he was hitting his peak of this. Like the, yeah, like, like the confidence and the talking and and everybody taking him like, oh my god, this is the guy. Yeah, for sure. What's ironic is the next year Vince thinks he's too or the crowd's gonna be done with him and gives the title to Warrior. So he's wrong, but Oh, the Warrior was on a, a, a rocket ship. The the strap the fuels to the rocket ship and all that, whatever he was saying with his promos. Crazy ultimate warrior guy. We go out uh to the wide shots of the Sun Dome. Crowds get pretty excited. We got the Saturday night's main event banners hanging over scoreboards. We're ready to go here. Vince McMahon, Jesse Ventura, welcome. Jesse calls Mean Gene a midget, and we go backstage to Mean Gene, and Gene's interviewing outlaw Ron Bass in front of a pink satin curtain, um, and they kind of show how we got here, right? How we're at this match with hair versus hair. Outlaw Ron Bass had kind of, he attacked Brutus, so Brutus came back and attacked him. These are all like superstars challenge tapings. Mm-hmm. And I was watching this, I'm like, Brutus is kind of a dick. He cuts up Ron Bass's whip with his hedge clippers, cuts up his hat. Like, come on, be a man, go fight him. Don't cut his stuff up. You know, it's, well, he left uh, it behind. I guess. Yeah. I, I really uh, like this Brutus. Like, I think you, that's why I liked him. Like, 89, 90, 91. Like, this, I like Brutus Beefcake a lot. Okay. Yeah, that's <clears> fair. <throat> I like, he's cut, he's, Vince says cutting and strutting about 600 times. So that clearly he was got to get it too. over. Got to get it over, pal. Clearly liked it. And then we go to the next, a couple weeks later after Brutus, you know, cut up Ron, Outlaw Ron Bass's hat mm-hmm. and his whip. So Outlaw Ron Bass takes his spur of his boot, cowboy boot, right? Yeah. It's one, of the, one of the Maverick brothers. It's his grab, spurs. Grinds it, <laughs> grinds it across Bruce's face. Bruce is busted open. Yeah, he is. You know what I thought like, was funny, though? Because <laughs> he starts bleeding. They put this big censored red X, yeah. but they don't cover him bleeding. <laughs> no. Like, you still see his bloody stuff on the on the right side of the X. You got to get it over, but you got to at least let your sponsors know, we're yeah. trying. We're, we're trying to we're, stop we're, it. We're trying. We just don't want to cover it. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and then we go to... Back to Brutus Beefcake with Gene. He talks a promo, talks about how he's going to be cutting hair, and, you know, cutting and strutting, a lot mm-hmm. of hair references, talking about being a barber, all that stuff. Uh, this match was really good. <laughs> it's a really nice, hard hit. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I like this. I, I wish I wish um, Outlaw Ron Bass stuck around for five more years just so I could like really have some sort of like nostalgia for him. But he's mm-hmm. just like a big, thick country dude. <laughs> he's just like smacking people around, uh, clotheslines. And... In this match, he's working Brutus's <clears throat> gut. Kicks yeah. him in the gut a lot. Throws him up on the <laughs> turnbuckle. Kicks him in the gut. Does a reverse backbreaker, which yeah. is basically a gut wrench onto his knee. 
man, Outlaw's not joking, joking around. Poor Outlaw Ron Bass looked up. He died really young at 67. Did he? His, his appendix burst. Oh. He had surgery, then complications from his surgery. So shout out to Outlaw Ron Bass and his big, big ups to, to Bass. Big ups to Bass. <laughs> uh, Jesse, throw out commentary here. <clears throat> Keeps wishing for Brutus to lose his hair over and over again. Talks about it. Uh, Outlaw Ron Bass is really whooping Brutus' ass. He goes for a big pile driver, goes to the count one, two, but then pulls him up. He won't let the ref count to three. Jesse says, oh, that's a mistake, oh, that's, McMahon. that's classic Outlaw. That, that classic Outlaw, it's a mistake, <laughs> McMahon. He, you know, he could have cut Brutus' hair, but he's you know screwing up there. He could have. Uh, he, just, he just wanted to keep inflicting pain. Yep. Uh, then of, at one point, uh, near the end of the match here, Outlaw Ron Bass goes for the Clippers, I guess, like the hedge Clippers, you know, I guess he's going to mm-hmm. hurt Brutus, cut him. Did you ever think Brutus cut people with the hedge Clippers as a kid? Cause I did like cut their Yeah. Hair. I mean, when he comes out with those big hedge Clippers, holds them up and starts scissor, like, you know, like clipping them. Everybody's like, yeah, but maybe that's just a pantomime all the way up to, <laughs> up to the, the nosebleeds. I definitely remember. You know, because my dad had hedge clippers. Yeah. Taking them off the garage, you know, tool racking, doing it to my, <laughs> hoping <laughs> cut, I didn't get in trouble. Cut your sister's hair. <laughs> you didn't yeah, cut your right. sister's hair? <laughs> I did. I just did the thing and pretended I was Brutus. <laughs> hey, Caitlin, come here. <laughs> You're telling me right now that you that there's kids out there that were fans of wrestling during this time that didn't do that? But, oh, no, I'm sure they did. I even did it. I used to, uh, we had some, um, trying to think about their willow trees. I don't know okay. if you're familiar with the willow trees, but we used to like trim them so they they look like they don't have a bowl cut. <laughs> and you're out there looking like yeah. your dad's looking at you, shaking his head like, "Oh my god!" I'm like, clip, clip, clip. Snips like working the hard cam so they see you doing it. Anyway, outlaw Rod Bass has the hedge clippers. The ref goes to take them. And out of nowhere from behind, Brutus comes, gets the sleeper on Outlaw Ron Bass. He's out cold, and he's the winner. We're going to go We're gonna go to commercial. This is a good tease for people watching on TV. Oh, we got to stick around to this commercial break. See Bass get his hair cut. We come back, and Brutus is cutting his hair. He's just taking the cuts. He's clipping it from mm-hmm. the back. And, and then he gets out the electric trimmers, the electric clippers, and he does like a really good job cutting his hair. Normally yeah, it's all for, jacked for wet up. hair, that's that's a, that's a good job. Uh, you noted on Twitter <clears throat> that you could see how gigged up Outlaw Bass is for. You know what? He's got with, no hair. Yeah, with his hair, like you couldn't even see it. But now that he's got no hair covering it, God damn. He did have a bald spot. He's got the bald spot like I have. So I'm happy. he was probably like, all right, I'll uh-huh. just go ahead and get my hair cut. But <laughs> just go ahead and do it. Yeah, but, get a free haircut. But, but also, at the end, like, Bruce was kind of going over his head a few times. You think he was afraid of Bass? He's like, I'll kick your ass, Beefcake and Leslie, if you try to mess my hair up. I guess it's how long I'm bad toss. I don't know, but yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll spur you in the face for real. <laughs> Hogan won't be able to save your ass. You know Ed. what? That, that, that's something that you mentioned, Hogan. Um, I really thought, um, like, Beefcake's, I don't know, just, just the, his confidence and, and the way he's showboating to the crowd and looking back and forth and i mean that's very hoganish you know where he's like takes his time doing stuff just trying to get the crowd reaction which i liked it you know he took his time got the crowd reaction kind of behind him and you know cut his hair cutting and strutting nice little seven minute match there seven and a half minute match there was at one point where beefcake had the whip and every time he'd like crack it like it sounded mm-hmm. like an like an audio effect <laughs> it didn't sound like a real whip crack you're you're thinking they were Dub it in stuff like the Mountie shock stick. Yeah, yeah, just like that. Well, they okay. had to, they had a tape too, so that helped. Yeah, I don't know. You I'm know gonna what? I'm gonna choose to think it was a real whip. Okay, so he he knows how to crack a whip. Sure. All right. He knows knows how to cut hair. He can crack a whip. <laughs> we go we go to commercial. We come back and Alaron Bass wakes up from his sleeper thing. <laughs> he wakes up. He runs away. He seems embarrassed. And then I thought we get he a went wide... to go chase Beefcake to whoop his ass. Beefcake was already gone. We have a wide shot of the can- of the ring, and we get the sweeper people. Sweep, 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 sweeping hair. That's <laughs> in, in current days, there's, you go to an indie show, they're sweeping table pieces and light yeah, tubes, but right. not, not in 89 or 88. They're sweeping hair, Outlaw Ron Bass's hair. So, so what grade would you give this match? This is B plus. It's really good. Yeah, I'm with you. Really, really good. 
<clears throat> uh, we go to our next segment, and Gene is backstage with Slick, the boss man, and Akeem. And Mean Gene's like, oh, oh, why do you have, why do you have boss man here? What, this isn't fair. And Slick says to Gene, Hawk Hogan is a rule breaker, so we have someone here to enforce the rules. And that being the big boss man. This is fat big boss uh-huh. man yeah. coming off his steel cage feud with Hulk Hogan. Mm-hmm. But this is, this is the this is the first uh, Hasbro boss man. Yes, yes. This is the Twin Towers boss man. So <laughs> that's what he says. He says that's why he's there. And then we go backstage. He, wants to, he wants to make sure law and order prevails. Sure. And then out to the ring is Slick, Big Boss Man, and Akeem. You a jive soul, bro. A jive soul, bro. Something, something with your friends. And then, you know, he comes out yeah. doing the dance. And Vince is screaming from the announce <laughs> booth. Shake it, God damn it. <laughs> More dancing. Even Hogan gets in on the dancing later. We'll he get did. To that. We'll get to that. Were you surprised to see Hogan like this early in the show, second match? No, because that's how they used to do Saturday Night's main event. Because yeah, it was so, yeah. Because it was so late, you uh-huh. he would always wrestle early on the show, so people would see him. Before ah, they went to that's good thinking. I didn't yeah, think that's always that. that's always what they used to do. So they make Even, him sit there for four hours, <laughs> watch the other stuff, then Hogan comes out. Yeah, Hogan's last. Hogan comes out, you know, second to last, and there's there's a few more matches after this, but nothing really crazy happens. Uh, this is this is the main reason why we're here is although we do have an IC title matchup next but this is the main reason here is the Hogan versus Akeem uh, we go backstage Mean Jeans with Hulk Hogan and Liz backstage and I'm thinking to myself what the fuck Hulk what are you doing with Macho Man's wife like hanging out with you like that's not cool well uh, she's the she's the mega power manager I guess but well in a second we're explained why because Gene says Hulk Hogan you might be outmanned and then Hulk says outmanned huh and who comes into the frame but the Macho Man like uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh. He just starts doing his uh-huh grunting, saying so he's the macho man. He's there tippy with his, toes. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I'm here to make sure everything's going to be okay, uh-huh. And then Hogan runs to the ring with Liz, and then Macho Man grabs Gene and says, we're going to go somewhere to watch this. You're coming with me, uh-huh. And Gene's like, oh, oh, oh I don't want to go with you. Oh. But they, tuck, they go off. Um, and then as Hogan and Liz run to the ring or come out to the ring, do a big pop to the crowd. Mm-hmm. Jesse Ventura makes a really good point. He says, oh, if I was Hogan, I would have thrown Liz with Okerlund and then brought Macho Man with me. Then again, if I was Liz, I wouldn't want to go anywhere with Okerlund, so I get it. <laughs> <laughs> and as we know from Legends House, Mean Gene is Mr. Perv. perv. Mr. Perv. Yeah. He's like, Ashley, how are you? <laughs> Ashley. <laughs> Gives her a quadruple shot of vodka to try to get her drunk <laughs> what did he what did he say in the tanning bed <laughs> i'll have to see a look at your backside no uh, oh he's no they went to the spa and he was just like he's getting a massage at the spa and, and, and this is legend's house by the way completely off topic on peacock you can watch legend's house yeah it's our favorite show here uh they go to the spa day mean gene and jimmy hardy getting massages and Gene goes, I'm getting some feeling in my loins. <laughs> and he goes, at my age, that's not exactly common. And then Jimmy, Jimmy Hart's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> you would think it would take a lot to embarrass Jimmy. <laughs> no, he's like, oh, my God. And then he's getting like a, a pedicure. And Gene's like, I don't really have, not, I don't really have much for toes, but. I could be into it. <laughs> oh, oh, my man. God. He's like, just marvelous. What a creep. Favorite anyway. Gene line. Oh, well, one more thing before I forget. Favorite Gene line ever when they're at, they're at the bar and uh, Howard Finkel's making margaritas. Yeah. It's like, these are your famous margaritas, Howard? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then they go to Gene's talking head and Gene goes, well, if you never had a good margarita, Howard's are excellent. If you've had a good margarita, Howard's are dog shit. <laughs> and then they cut to like Howard sweating trying to make a margarita yeah. for people. <laughs> Poor guy. Where were we? Let's go back to 88 here. <laughs> oh my God. So we start off hot here. Um, Hogan starts off hot throwing a 
throwing Slick into Akeem because Slick tries to come into the ring, so he gets thrown at Akeem. Slick's bouncing all over the place. Then he throws Slick onto the big boss man. Crowd's going nuts. Hulk's doing the jive soul dance like a drunk white dad at a wedding. That's what yeah. he looks like. He's got no rhythm. Like That's like the analogy I can think of. You know, later in the night, dad's tr- dancing to shout. You know, that's how Hogan looks right now. <laughs> right. <laughs> at the wedding. Uh, at, and there's a lot of, uh, for the most part, this match, Hogan's in control most of the match. Uh, a lot of times with these Hogan matches, but I guess it's TV, so it's kind of shorter, the heel beats him up and Hogan makes the comeback. And that does eventually happen. But here, until the, there's a ref bump, when the ref goes down, they're basically, Hogan's in control the entire match. But there's a big ref bump and immediately, boss man runs into the ring and beats the shit out of Hogan with his nightstick. The second that ref goes down, Hogan's well, What else are you going to do? Yeah. And then we go backstage. Uh, again. Oh, actually, before we missed that before that. We saw where Macho and Gene went. They showed us. They're in like a dark locker room. Mm-hmm. And Macho Man's just going, oh, yeah, look at this. And he takes his glasses off as they're looking at the monitors. They're watching the match backstage in a locker room. So they're, uh, so they're watching Hogan get his ass kicked. Yes. Yeah, so they go back and Hogan's getting his ass kicked. And Gene's like, what, what are you going to do, Macho? Oh, what are you going to do? And Macho, oh, Hogan will be okay. It's fine. Yeah, he'll be okay. And Liz, who's out there with Hogan, runs away from the ring through like an exit door, not even the gorilla position, but you see, I think, Bruce Pritchard there producing uh, behind a card table. Some rushes in the hall. She runs down the hallway screaming, Randy, Randy. She eventually finds him with Gene, and Macho's like, he'll be okay. Hogan will be okay. I got confidence in him. And then she's like, oh, my God, runs off. <laughs> she then, says, oh, my God, and runs off. She's yeah, like, you're and useless. Then, <laughs> and then, like, Macho goes to her, Gene's like, you know how women are. Yeah, they get a little excited. You know how women are. Oh, my gosh. But but if you're Randy, like, you know Hogan. You know, he's he's not going to stay down. So well, you, you, you got to have the proves he, to be right here. Yeah, Hogan you got to have the confidence. I mean, if you know Hogan hulks up every single time, why wouldn't you have that confidence? Mm-hmm. he'll be fine <laughs> i mean he's getting the crap beaten out of by a nightstick and like they're not Bossman's not taking it easy but he'll be fine mm-hmm. he was right hulk starts hulking up yeah i uh, told you <laughs> he does say that he does say i told you that hulk like, slams see? the big boss man he slams akeem and then eventually actually i got that wrong he slams akeem and he goes for the big leg drop mm-hmm. as he does boss man nails him in the back with the nightstick the ref sees it this time so we got a dq Immediately, they go in there, beat the hell out of Hogan. They're beating the hell out of him. No macho to be found. Liz goes in the ring. They corner her. Bossman throws handcuffs on Liz. It's pretty intense right now. And then Macho Man decides, oh, better get out there. They're messing with Liz. So, so he I, gets I, out there. I think there. the point when Bossman grabbed Liz and like had her arm up and then put the uh, um, the handcuffs on her, like I didn't realize how dainty she was, like the size yeah. of his arm and his hand and how, how little her wrist was. I'm like, oh, man, we're savage. He's got to come out. He does. He comes out, cleans house, kicks ass, and then he's he's all pissed at Hogan. He's like, what happened here after he cleans house? He's like, what happened here? He's yelling at him. Uh, Jesse Ventura makes a good point, says that, oh, Savage didn't come out for Hogan, but he came out for Liz. That's because well, yeah. Liz doesn't uh, Liz up. She's also a woman about to get handcuffed by the Twin Towers. Like, Yeah. You can't sit there with Gene having some you know coffee in the back. Or a margarita. Either way, this is this is little hints they're dropping of the mega powers eventually exploding. Machman, of course, is WWF champion here. Next month at the main event is the official explosion of the mega powers, leading to <laughs> the WrestleMania main event at WrestleMania five. Yeah, you talk about the split up at the beginning of the match. Hogan comes out, and I think he holds the rope for Liz or whatever. And Gene is in the back room with uh, Savage. He's like, "Oh, that's some chivalry." He's like, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> <laughs> Like, what's he doing? Yeah, he takes. He even takes the like I mentioned. Takes the glasses off for a closer look. <laughs> You're right for a closer look. Like I said, I did love though. After that, Hogan's in the corner, like holding his ribs after Macho shaving him. Macho's like, "What did you? What the hell happened?" He's like yelling at Hogan. <laughs> why'd, you, why'd you let her get cuffed? <laughs> he said, "I wouldn't have been the Macho Man. Wouldn't have done that." Uh-huh. Right. He's all pissed at him. So kudos to the Macho Man. This is I, I, I know. I know. We'll cover it, but later, it's like Hogan's so delusional <laughs> about how Savage has his back, brother, and all this stuff. And Savage's like, "Oh yeah, 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 yeah." It's, it's all good, pal. This was this was a fun, typical '80s Hogan 
versus a big monster match, right? Yeah, so I far so it. good. Yeah, we're we're starting off hot here. This is so far. The show's only an hour, but they stick a, a lot happens into this hour. Like yeah. they they do a lot of things. So it's it's. Yeah, a quick I give the, I give this an A plus. It's a good story. It's um, A plus, man. Yeah, why not? Adds I mean, adds adds some layers to the the, the breakup, to the explosion. Sure, for the st- overall story. Yeah, agreed. Yeah, it's great. I mean, the technical standpoint, Hogan versus Akeem, of course, also just. I mean, Hogan's dancing doesn't bring may, might bring it down a little bit for me because he's oh, no come rhythm. On. Maybe, that, you, Vince, maybe that's the thing. He's just mocking him. I'm telling you, Vince was screaming, "More dancing, damn it! More, more!" <laughs> he's just yelling at him, "More, more!" <laughs> Poor Huck Hogan doing his bad dancing. Okay, so after this, this is this is the main event. This is what everyone came here to see, right? But now we have another match here, which is Ultimate Warrior versus the Honky Tonk Man for the Intercontinental Championship, of course. As we mentioned earlier in the show, Honky Tonk Man was the longest, best Intercontinental Champion of all time. Mm-hmm. Warrior squashed him. This is his big rematch in Saturday Night's main event. Um, before that, they show... I was surprised this is still left on Peacock. There's a Burger King ad still on this show on Peacock. Did you notice that? Yeah, I, th- I thought it was fun. Yeah, it's like take Burger me back King. to '89. We'll, we'll do it your way, or whatever the slogan was back in the way you make it, we'll make it. Whatever you know. Are you a, are you a Burger King guy or a McDonald's guy? Um, I mean, always McDonald's, but I don't mind Burger King every now and then. That flame grilled patty. <laughs> Did I say flame grilled? <laughs> flame broiled. <laughs> it's flame grilled, but it's broiled. They got grill marks on there, man. I know, but that's just you know. You know they that's got from, rid of their from, zesty. From the you, know they, you know they got rid of their zesty sauce or their onion rings. They got rid of it. Yeah, I went to. I don't go to fast food too often, but I was like, you know what? I haven't had a Whopper in a while. Went like I get a Whopper and an onion ring, and I pull up. I get, I get zesty sauce. Like we don't have that anymore. I go like anywhere. He goes no. <laughs> I like looked at him like he had three heads. I was like, all right, I guess I'm never coming to Burger King. All again. right, well, <laughs> screw you guys. <laughs> I throw the Whopper back at him. <laughs> yeah. It's a, he made the decision to do it, like, across all the Burger Kings, but I was disappointed. <laughs> Did you walk out, like, grumbling under your breath? I was in the drive-thru, so I was okay. I'm a car I'm a car eater. I eat in my car while I'm driving. That's good. I got stuff to do. Things to take it. <laughs> You're always on the go. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much. I'm driving my kids somewhere. There's always something going on. Yeah. All right. Uh then we've got what do we got here? This so this match it was it wasn't really a squash. It was kind of though where Warrior just beats up the Honky Talk Man for a while, mm-hmm. wins it. But I looked up; it was five minutes, but with commercials and stuff, it was like a minute, like two or three minutes. You were watching this on TV. You yeah, know, Honky you know, Honky got a, got a, some licks on him though. I yeah, moved out of the way when when uh, Warrior jumped in the corner. That's <laughs> why I said. It's not a complete squash, but it just made the crowd happy again after they were confused yeah. by what just happened to Hogan. Mm-hmm. They did get the pop of seeing all the superstars, and you know, this Saturday Night's Main Event's got everybody. It's got, uh, not everybody, but it's got Hogan and Macho and Warrior, so it's got mm-hmm. your top three baby faces. If you're there as a spectator, I'd be happy. Yeah, all it needed was some Hacksaw Jim Duggan. It'd be golden. Yeah. Uh, we mentioned Baltimore Warrior wins with a big splash, retains the Intercontinental Championship. He's over like crazy, and I think we've talked about in this show before about how it I, it's been revised somewhat since Warrior came back before he died for the Hall of Fame, but it was always, eh, Warrior couldn't work. He was just a flash in the pan, but people love the Ultimate Warrior. And you know what? I think about that every time I watch a Warrior match, and, and I think part of it's true, but, I mean, it does take some, I don't know, some actual, like, talent to do what he was doing, you know, Irish whipping be- people, jumping, flop, you know, hitting them out. Hitting the mat. Yeah, hitting the mat. I mean, just everything he was doing just, you know, was fine. Painting but his face, being that intense. Yeah. It's pretty pretty legit. He's I mean, as a kid, I love the ultimate. <laughs> awesome. But I remember hearing a story Jim Cornette would tell, like if he went to go Warrior went to go pick someone up, he'd like crush his nuts <laughs> or crush their nuts when he picked them up. Like, okay, is is that really real? Because you know, I watch sometimes he'll pick people up. It's like their inner thigh. I'm like, all right, well, Maybe he didn't know what he was doing. He just I mean, I don't care there. if he was pissing off his fellow workers. He entertained me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't care. Crush his nuts. Yeah. I love Crush him. Crush his nuts. Kona crushes nuts. We go backstage now to Mean Gene with a t- 
towers, the twin towers, boss man, Nakim and slick. And they're all so happy with themselves. They're still dancing, talking about Hulk Hogan being his ass. Well, they're very proud of what they've done. They don't care that they lost the match. They beat up Hogan. So they're pretty happy with themselves. <laughs> Uh, then we come back, go to a commercial. We come back, and Jesse the Body of Ventura is interviewing the Red Rooster, Terry Taylor, with Bobby the Brain Heenan. They keep talking about what a loser the Red Rooster was before Bobby got a hold of him. He's like, he was slow. He's like, I'm not that slow. It's like, he couldn't win. <laughs> I won. <laughs> and as much as I didn't like the Red Rooster, I really like this match and the story that went with it. Yeah, so Tito Santana versus the Red Rooster with Bobby Heenan. This is a unique thing they tried where – they got the they, mic, mic they Bobby. mic up Bobby yeah uh-huh. so you could hear Bobby basically just yelling at him the entire match yelling at the red rooster like just berating him yeah the storyline's pretty clear they want the red rooster to turn to be a good guy right mm-hmm. um but yeah Terry Taylor good wrestler Teal Santana really good wrestler and this is a good match like if this is on a, this is like a perfect opening house show match to get the mm-hmm. crowd into it right yeah Tito Santana Chico of course as Jesse calls him he goes out there, and this is before he was. This is before the Red Rooster started actually acting like a rooster a little bit. Yeah, uh, like, like the rooster hair, and like uh, the clucking, <laughs> like the, the strut with his <laughs> oh, head. Oh shit! He did cluck it. He buck 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 buck. Yeah, uh, and one thing I noticed down here is Tito throws a great punch, like a really good punch. He does. Yeah, and I don't know if you saw the viral stuff going on where like calling like Ric Flair shit list, where Ric Flair is like just like scorching earth. Everybody like talking about Bischoff and Jr. and like I guess people we thought he was friends with, mm-hmm. but someone asked him uh, on like his show about like Bret Hart and what makes Bret Hart so great, and he was like, "People, you know, I can't do a Bret Hart impression." He's like, unless he's drunk, where he goes, <laughs> "Sea breeze." Um, he talked about how Bret Hart. He's like, he's a good technical work. He throws a good punch. He throws a good kick, and like. That was in my head while watching this match. Mm-hmm. And it's true. He was like, you know, I appreciate all, I appreciate all the Hurricane Runners and all that stuff. He, I'm sorry, no more Ric Flair impressions. But he it made a good point. And that's why I noticed watching this was Tito, he was throwing stiff stuff. And it prob- hopefully it didn't hurt him, you know, it just looked good, which is kind of the point of it. But that's what I noticed is Tito really throwing those those fisticuffs right to the face there. And Bobby screaming from the outside saying, those are close fists. They shouldn't be. And you can hear Bob because he's got the microphone. Mm -hmm. Really a cool, innovative thing at the time. I liked it. Yeah, I thought it was awesome. Um, I mean, just seeing Tito again, and I feel like Tito was like in his prime. Just uh, him and uh, uh, Red Rooster, Terry Taylor, just kind of wrestling and and brawling. It's, it's, I liked it. Yeah, it was was a solid match. Tito Satan, of course, gets the win here because um, before that though, the rooster goes to the outside to get kind of tips from Bobby and Bobby pushes him a few times uh-huh. and the rooster pushes him back. But Bobby's like, you don't push me <laughs> post match after the red rooster loses. Well, one of the parts I really liked was uh red rooster gets like thrown to the outside. Bobby's like, I oh, it's enough of this. <laughs> he like grabs uh, Terry Taylor, just throws him right back into the ring. <laughs> Not even like to console him or, you know, try to try to let him catch his breath and <laughs> just, just throws him right back in. He's embarrassed. He's he's embarrassed. He's embarrassed by the rooster. You know, embarrassed by Terry Taylor. (laughs) (laughs) You're just laughing at yourself. Yeah, you embarrassed me, damn it. And then the other thing I liked too was post match after he loses, they do the berating thing, and Brewster beats the living piss out of Bobby Heenan. Right, throws him all over the place. Bobby's bumping like he never bumped before. And it's but terrible looking. No, <laughs> like I think he, in his head he's thinking he thinks it looks good, but it doesn't. Bobby's trying so hard, nobody cares. No, this if I was Bobby, I'd be pissed if I went back to like, <laughs> I threw myself into the damn post, and nobody cares about this freaking rooster Terry Taylor. He's like, I'm going to get a drink. Where are you, Gene? I'd be so pissed. It's a long day of TV taping. You yeah. get your ass kicked in front of everybody, and then nobody cares. You know, they probably should have put the kibosh on the Red Rooster right here, but they didn't. He kept going. He kept getting, like, a little bit more more of a push, even in the WrestleMania 5. But started clucking and trutting. That's his clucking and trutting? Strutting? Clucking and strutting. Clucking and strutting. Clucking and, well, never mind. Yeah. Either way, it was just, like, what are we doing here? <laughs> um, 
Then we go backstage to Mean Gene Oakland and Mr. Perfect. Kurt Henning, Mr. Perfect. And Kurt Henning cuts Gene off and says, call me Mr. Perfect. And then this is officially I did like Mr. That, Perfect. Uh, yeah, I did like that they, the announcer is Vincent. Uh, what's the other guy's name? Jesse Ventura. Yeah, Jesse. Like, they would say Kurt Hennig. Like, Kurt Hennig. Not Mr. Yeah. Perfect, so. He's Mr. Perfect. Yeah. Gene says, oh, I've heard, I've heard that you've got a new perfect finisher, perfect hold. What is it? He's like, it's called the Perfect Plex, and I'll show you what it is, right? Right. He tells him what it is. And we, of course, we know the Perfect Plex is the Fisherman Suplex, and Gorilla Monsoon was here to be talking, does he got the fingers locked? <laughs> <laughs> that That's what made it uh, cinch it in. Yeah. Did. I think I, my friend, I gave my friend the perfect pluck once. It was, it was pretty scary, but we did it. Got a lot on, on a flaming table with barbed wire. No, we never did hardcore. Hardest core stuff we did was through a table in the snow. Nothing else too crazy. No flames though. Okay. Maybe some fireworks. I don't know. Something involved there. Uh, the per- Mr. Perfect here is facing Coco Beware. This is our main event of the evening. Uh, also, they've also been teasing throughout the night. To, or, I mean, not throughout the night. Basically, since the last match, the announcers, Jesse and Vince, that we're going to hear from Macho Man and Hulk Hogan, so stay with us. And if I was a kid, I'd be like, all right, I'm sticking around. I'm going to hear what they have to say, right? It's Hogan. You're going to hear what they have to say. And I'll as I through. was watching this, I was looking at the time. I'm like, how, mu- how much more is this going to be? Because I figure, you know, with today's wrestling... In the last six minutes is kind of just, I don't know, like recaps and talking and it just, it's over pretty much. Yeah. But there's well, like they, three, there's like two more things, three more things going on after this. I think there's yeah, like 10 kept, minutes left. Yeah. They kept pushing it for sure. Uh, and Mr. Perfect Kurt Henning comes out in a, in trunks here. I did not feel okay with that. I no, need my this Mr. Is, Perfect. This is just AWA Kurt Henning. I need a singlet which I believe he debuts at WrestleMania. I got mm-hmm. neon one at WrestleMania five, but that's what I need. Coco comes out running. He knows they're short on time. He wants to go home. <laughs> There's no dancing with Frankie. There's no colored no. hair. It's just no. Coco coming out with the bird runs out there, puts, puts over Mr. Perfect with the perfect plaques. They put it over one, two, three. And, and watching these two just wrestle. was like, I mean, just every, all, all these matches just like, Oh man, this is cool. This is cool. This is cool. Yeah, I mean, we I, talked I, about at the beginning, just Saturday Night's Main Event, I got to start just putting them on and be yeah. like, I don't know what to watch. Like, let me just throw these on and watch. I mean, not analyze it, just just have fun and watch the hour here. The only thing that would make this better if it was Gorilla and um, Bobby. Jesse Ventura. Okay, Gorilla and Gorilla Jesse. Jesse. Yeah, that'd make it so much better. But okay. That, that Other than that, just give me some S-N-M-E M-E. all day, every day. We go backstage to our interview here. Who's Gene? Who's with Hulk, Macho, and Liz? And you talked about Hogan being in denial here of, 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 of <laughs> Macho hating him. <laughs> oh, man. So he's, he's, he's got no problem with what Savage did tonight because he was out there when Hogan needed him the most. Yeah. And Savage's like, huh? Took his glasses off. And, uh-huh, what? Yeah, and Gene's asking, I, oh, I heard there was friction, guys. And he's like, oh, oh no friction between us. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, there's friction. They're painting this pretty thick. I think yeah. WWE likes to talk about, like, in their own histories of these things, like rivals and all that stuff. Yeah, it's so, being, a, so, it's being so Sa- subtle. It's not yeah. subtle. It's on the nose. So Savage was saying how when they went for Elizabeth, he's like, oh, I felt it in my neck. And Hogan's like, I felt it too. <laughs> oh, what a dick. He's like, oh, I felt it too. He then, felt then, it too. Then they shake hands <laughs> and everything's fine. <laughs> yep. And then Vince says, we'll be back. And they're back just to wish us goodbye. And that's it. That's the Saturday night's main event from 1989, January 7th. It aired really good show. Really just, just fun. Just cozy. Just a nice, nice show. Winter, yeah. Winter's coming up. Just pop this on. It'll wind you down. <laughs> <laughs> It'll warm you up. <laughs> It'll warm you up. Grab yourself a hot cocoa and some some. No, you don't need that. You, you don't need a fireplace. You don't need wine. You don't need any alcohol. This this will warm you right up. It's like turning the thermostat up to eighty five. <laughs> oh, and a snuggie or something. In a, and a snuggie. That's right. In a, in hoodie footy pajamas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you going to give this sh- this this event? This Saturday night's main event. For the nostalgia everything. of everything the and the stories that were told in it, like it didn't 
bogged down for me. Like it didn't, it was all like, oh, that's good. That's good. That's good. It kept mm-hmm. my interest is what I'm saying. <laughs> sure. so, so I give it an A. Anything that can hold my interest for an hour where I'm not like, because this is, I, I get distracted. So I sure. might watch something and then I'll like minimize it put like the little uh, watch window on my uh my screen then i'll be doing other stuff but i'll kind of mm-hmm. listen to it this one i just watched the whole thing like i didn't stop yeah. to do anything I, I mean i might pause it to go get something to eat or whatever but i watched it it was fun i'm gonna give it an a2 because like you said i kept my interest the whole time i never wanted to fast forward no i was just, i was just in the whole the whole show couldn't it helped i didn't really remember what happened mm-hmm. at the end of the show so that i was doing that but i'm definitely gonna go back and start watching these saturday night's main events and going forward there'll be a lot of fun to do and to look at and maybe we'll talk about a few more of them in the future too so maybe some more milestone shows or even just some random shows as we get into january february when it's mm-hmm. kind of like there's yeah. nothing going on let's just pop it on and and do it maybe we could try i could try to organize like a zoom part zoom watch party or something with a few people just to do to do one maybe we could figure out how to do that we don't have to record it just hang out and all watch it together maybe we could figure yeah. that out I think it'd be fun. See, and plus, after last week's show where we did that terrible fall brawl war games, <laughs> terrible. That was that was one of our good ones. I mean, I thought it was a good show. I thought we had fun, but the pay per view. I'm never yeah. watching that again in my life. No. Uh, I, I still can't believe that. What can't? What can't you believe? How, how it ended. <laughs> Vader and Sid stop and they just look. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's getting squeezed <laughs> <laughs> by the Shockmaster. Yeah, help him! Turned, help him! He, he turned into a a plumber or whatever, a construction plumber. Yeah, Uncle Fred. Ay, ay, ay. What was it? It was Cole. Yeah, we're really, Booker T we're was really, Cole. We're really pushing. Uh, to go like watch that show. We have better shows in our archives, like nostalgic shows. Well, yeah, but, but I'm just I'm just saying. I mean, that was a fun show to watch right until the last ending. But okay, okay, not as good as this show for sure. Definitely oh hell no, hell no. Oh hell no. There are a lot of other good shows out there you need to listen to. We like mentioned what? them already. Uh, the Our Vantage Point Retro Wrestling Podcast. They also have a new show coming out, a spinoff show called Acid Washed Memories, a nostalgia show. You can subscribe to it now. It's coming out in January. I can't wait for that. But they just, the OVP guys, recently just did the first Saturday Night's main event. So if you like retro wrestling and if for some reason you listen to us but haven't checked them out yet, go ahead and do that. Uh, check out our friends over at the Fully Pultable Podcast. Scott and Jeff do a show each and every week talking wrestling figures, talking nostalgia. Um, sometimes they'll talk about stuff that we talk about in our show too because we all listen to each other's stuff. And Jeff is doing a thing with Shitty Flute which we're trying to get rid of. Uh, it's kind of there, but kind of not there. They talk Taco Bell, and they talk uh, second-best taqueritas in town. Go check them out at the Fully Posable Podcast. Our friend Lee over at the Raw's Nitro Podcast in Australia is doing shows. Been doing it for years. Him and I interact on Twitter all the time, and uh, during the World Cup, I tweeted out something like joking about soccer. He's like, I'll fight you over this. So either way, <laughs> just joke. Check him out at Raw's Nitro Podcast. Uh, check out our friends Daniel Spencer, uh, and his buddies at the Ringside Podcast. Him and I were texting recently about Home Alone because he listened to our Home Alone 2 show. So go check out the Ringside Podcast for interviews. Uh, big, big star interviews as well. Um, he had Rhea Ripley on a couple weeks ago. So go check them out. The, oh, yeah. The ring, yeah, the Ringside well, Podcast. Well, you mentioned Taco Bell, uh, Breaker and Bane. I was listening yep. to them uh, a couple days ago. And they went on like a Taco Bell conversation for like a half hour. And I'm like so into it. I'm like, okay, yeah. Yeah, I like fire sauce too. <laughs> <You're> into, <laughs> check out the Breaker and Bane Power Hour for sure. Uh, the side project, you know it's fake rights on a pause or possibly ending. Either way, the Breaker and Bane Power Hour, the Taco Bell rant i love it yeah these are just our friends and they've been doing podcasts and they're just our buddies so so go go check them out justin summers at wrestling cheer as he's talking about ending it his show coming up soon so i don't think he'll ever not stop doing podcasting but check out wrestling cheers uh they just did a christmas movie episode which i cannot wait to check out they posted it today on thursday i believe mm-hmm. so i'm going to check that out i love hearing about christmas stuff uh, you can go back and listen to our christmas episode of course uh, last week where we, Nate Ringskirts and I talked Home Alone 2 and I went on a rant about the pigeon lady. So if you want to listen to that, Eric, go ahead. Near the end of the episode, Did I you disparage the, the good name of the pigeon lady? 
I did. I had issues. I had problems with her. And if you want to hear what they were, listen to last week's show. Last week's show. And again, as I asked everyone earlier this week and at the beginning of this show, Eric and I are going to do Christmas memories, Christmas tradition show uh, early next week. So send all of your stuff, audio. Eric loves the audio. Send that to ppwpodcast at gmail.com. Any Christmas stories you want to tell you, they don't have to be traditions, anything fun you want to talk about that you think is a fun story or fun thing you do. Like it's the food you guys make or, hey, we go to my grandma's or we go to my uncle's or we get together. We open, like I know some families do the thing where like you get to open presents at midnight on Christmas Eve, which to me is like, yeah. that was never like even like an option. Like my parents would like murder me if I had to open presents early. Like, no, of course not. We open Christmas morning. Um, or any maybe fun gifts you've given or gotten, anything like that, ppwpodcast at gmail.com. If you don't want to send an audio clip, uh, just write me one. I'll read it on the air, and we will have lots of fun with it. And hopefully for your Christmas week going into Christmas, we will have some fun, warm stories for everyone to listen to. Yeah, so one of the tradition, one of the traditions I, I've been hearing more about this year, I don't know why I haven't heard it before, but uh, people have like their Christmas breakfast. What's that? I know. That's what I'm trying to figure out. <laughs> I mean, I'm <laughs> but, but I, in on that. I would like a Christmas breakfast. That but but awesome. I know like the past couple of years, like at uh, um, my fiance's house, like she'll just make like um, cinnamon buns. Like that's all cinnamon buns, put the little, uh, yeah, the glaze icing on, on it, top. Sure. Yeah, the icing, you know, and we kind of snack on that while we're opening presents and talking just so it's like something there to snack on. So that's kind of like the breakfast, but there's like all out like. I don't know, pancakes, French toast, this type of Christmas thing. And it's all, it's only stuff like around Christmas time. I'm like, I've never had that. Me neither. So if you've done Christmas breakfast stuff, we want to hear about that. Christmas dinners. We want to, lunches, brunches, maybe <laughs> lunches, go to the movies, brunches. maybe you go bowling, whatever it is. We want to hear about it. Oh yeah. I know movies. Everyone's, everybody's probably busy. Please go ahead and send it to us. Uh, I'm at one quick story about going to Christmas or movies on Christmas. Uh, a couple, a few years back, this was before I met my wife and it was a while ago, long time ago, obviously I went to the movies on Christmas day because what happened was we, we did my family Christmas with my family and my sisters, my mom and dad. And there was a probably like, I don't know, like seven more hours before we had to go to my uncle's house. I was mm-hmm. just kind of sitting around the house and I told him like, I'm going to go to the movie. She's like, by yourself. I'm like, yeah. She's like, on Christmas. I'm like, well, do you want to come? She's like, no. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm going to go by myself. So they get who saw, said that to you? My mom, she's like yelling at me. She's like, are you oh, okay. crazy? And I'm like, do you want to come? She's like, no, I don't want to relax. I was like, well, then there you go. So I went, I think I saw Life Aquatica and uh, with that Bill Murray movie and mm-hmm. Wes Anderson, whatever, whatever it was. And uh, I was in line to get my popcorn. And this person in front of me was arguing with the cashier about something. And I'm like, I wasn't going to say anything. It's but Christmas think, for crying out loud. That's what I'm thinking in my head. I'm like, I'm not going to say anything, but I'm just going to watch this. The mm-hmm. lady next to me says something. She goes, you know what? It's Christmas. You should be nice. So the lady turns to her and goes, <laughs> mind your own fucking business. And I'm just like, <laughs> and like, I like, and the lady that said something looked at me oh and I just God. like bit, my, and I like bit my lip and the lady's like, nice Christmas spirit. And she goes, I got your Christmas spirit right here. And she stormed off. Damn. <laughs> Yeah, I'd never forget that. I was just like, I remember, I like the lady like, that like said something, tried to like have a conversation. I'm like, listen, lady, I'm just like, uh huh. Like, I'm not doing a conversation with you right now. Yeah. Like, I, I don't want to be involved. This lady comes back with like, you know, what, like the, uh, what is it, like at the, you know, at the bank when they have like the line blockers, those yeah. big poles. So they got the movie theater sometimes going to whack you in the head with it. I'm like, I'm out of here. I just thought that was a funny story. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, I'll never forget that. The movie was okay, but I'll never forget that. Anyway, See, that's the number us, you have. We got to hear that. Send us all your Christmas. stuff. We'll talk about it, man. So, and thanks everyone for listening. Please subscribe. If, please leave some reviews if you can on iTunes. You know, if you're not a app, even if you don't have an iPhone, you could still leave a review on iTunes. Just log in and and leave a review for us on the Positively Processing Podcast. And we're gonna keep this going. We've been going for I don't know years and years now. Five or six years we've been doing this show, and it's. There's days when I'm like, man, maybe we'll wind it down, but I'm never going to do that, I don't think, because as long as there's like two people listening, we're going to keep yeah. it Yeah, yeah, why Even not? Two plus, plus we get to talk and watch fun wrestling. Gives us an excuse. Gives me to be creative. Yeah, there you go. You need, you need that outlet. I, mean, I just know how much podcasts help me, like listening to other podcasts. Mm-hmm. Like they help the day go by faster. They take 
tasks that are mundane, like doing the dishes or cutting the grass or you know, long drives and make it easier. So Dude, we I, can do that. I hardly listen to music anymore. It's like podcast after podcast after podcast. And it's fun because it's like once one ends, like another one starts up like randomly because yeah. you download them and it's fun. I love them. Yeah, you get you subscribe to them and they're they're on your feed for you. It's easy and they're free and uh, some some people have Patreons and you can pay a couple bucks to no ads. But for the most part, I'm like I'll just skip this ad. Not a big deal. Mm-hmm. A little thirty second go ahead. Yeah, but, yeah. Their podcasts are great. Is the is my 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 uh, big winded saying or long winded way of saying <laughs> podcasts are great. I'm falling apart here. It's late. I gotta go to bed. Eric. You got anything else before we wrap up? Anything you want to say or plug or talk about? No, I'm good. I'm just okay. uh, waiting for my ringside Christmas list or Christmas wish gifts. Retails for suckers. It so is. All right. Well, I'm going to probably place another order on. tonight. You're going to play some more orders tonight. It's Black get four, some, Friday 4.0. Get some liquid, liquid courage. Get some oh, orders yeah. in there. I don't know if I'll need that, but uh, it's a good idea. Help yeah. me sleep. All right. Follow Eric on Twitter at Positively underscore Eric. Follow us on Twitter at PPW Podcast. And if you're not a member of the Facebook group yet, just go ahead and jump on. I know a lot of people don't like being on Facebook. I don't really either. I just stay in the group. And that's where I stay. I avoid all the other stuff and avoid all the algorithms. But come hang out in the Positively Processing Podcast Facebook group. Lots of fun in there. Lots of memes are shared. Uh, lots of interaction, all that stuff. So Yeah, with that Facebook, I'll, I'll go Facebook, and then I go right to the group. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't even, like, people that I'm still friends with on there, I don't really, like, every now and then I might start, like, you know, doom scrolling because it's just, like, sure. something to do. But, um, yeah, I'm just not a big fan of Facebook anymore. Neither am I, but it's easy. The group's yeah. easy. It's easy to yeah. upload stuff, so do that. Right. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Eric, thanks for coming on. You got it. Everyone, please please send your stuff over into us so we can have a lot of fun in our Christmas show, which will be next week. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be.